0: Ladies and gentlemen, please give a massive Edinburgh welcome for Johnny and the Baptists. Johnny and the Baptists. Hello, three,
1: two, one. Great. Hello. Hello. How are you? Yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm okay. Uh I'm okay. I'm 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 blinded by the light at the moment. I've opened my curtains, which is It is, is very you know, bright. not not as usual as it should be. <laughs> um yeah, I've opened the curtains. I've given my room a bit of a tidy. Um and I'm yeah, and it's good. I'm getting some natural light and uh, okay. and just just coping with the heat as best I can. How about you?
0: Um I'm feeling very good.
1: Really? I'm feeling very good. So that's the um, best news I've heard in ages. It, well, it's been a bleak week. I've <laughs> really moved me.
0: <laughs> um, um, so, uh, rightly or wrongly, yeah. nurseries have reopened this week. and
1: Plant I've, nursery or child nursery? Child
0: nursery, actually. Right, OK. <laughs> and my little daughter has gone back to nursery. And I think I feel quite relaxed about this because I've spoken to all the staff there and they're really... Glad to be going back. It's slightly different than it is from school, mm. um, where uh, I think it's much more sort of pressured and over it and and uh, and 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 difficult. I think um, from what I could gather, the people who work at the nursery are desperate to go back. From what I've I've met a lot of teachers who are reticent about going back, and so I think it's quite a different situation.
1: Yeah, Um, massively, and hugely differently uh, politicised as well. Oh
0: yeah, so I'm really pleased, because basically uh, my daughter, I took her this morning at Um, 9.20, we dropped her off, Um, I dropped her off, and she was delighted to go, she was so happy, it's the best news forever for her, but I then got home, and it's now three o'clock, and I've had a complete day off.
1: Oh, Amazing, dude
0: And I went to a place in Walthamstow Whilst well, so I didn't go anywhere I went to a website called uh, Uber Eats <laughs> 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 And uh, I ordered food from a Walthamstow um, cafe called Chaiwala Which is uh, traditional Indian street food and breakfast Traditional Indian breakfasts And the I had... Um, Little roti piratas with um, oh, awesome. <laughs> with a, an Indian omelette and um, dal and um, a an Indian coffee a Kerala coffee they called it. Wow! And uh, so Josie and I had that for breakfast, that's fantastic, and then I lay down and I slept for three
1: hours. <laughs> oh, great, it was like me the other day when I had, when I got pissed. <laughs> mm, yeah, well, I mean... Uh, sort of the same treat equivalent, by the sound of things. Like, <laughs> well, for 12 weeks, either myself or Josie has
0: been taking care of our daughter, which is absolutely mm. fine, but it means we're never both off, it means we're... Um, you know, she's, she's only been sleeping the nights for two weeks, so it's been very hard. And I don't want to... I know a lot of people have had a harder situation than I have had for the 12 weeks of lockdown. There are plenty sure. of... Single parents especially. Um, people shielding shielding and vulnerable who haven't even been able to leave their flat. Mm. And my, my biggest fear, I grew up with um, an abusive parent for... Nearly 13 years, and the idea of being trapped in an apartment with an abusive person for that period is terrifying, genuinely Mm. frightening, Mm -hmm. uh, and um, I'm very sorry for all the people who've been in that situation. Mm. Um, I've only had to deal with the fact that we've had to do an enormous amount of childcare and have very little sleep, but it has been a bit rough, and today has been my
1: first day off. Yeah. (sighs) And I know well, your we, feelings are totally valid, man. And that, that they, must I know they like are, but I think
0: I want to sort of make clear that I'm aware of the luck I'm in as well. But, yeah, oh, sure. God, I have been really. Because if I've had a day where Josie's looked after um, Mrs. Baby, mm. uh, I've had to work, you know, I've had to get my work done because I'm trying to get a week's work in to a very small number of days. Yeah, sure. And. So, today's the first day that I've been like, oh, I can just do nothing, and I have. Oh, and I love it. I love it. I recommend it. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Well, that's delighted. Yeah, you've got a big grin on your face as well. It's, it's lovely to see. Thanks. And um, I've made
0: a coffee with condensed
1: milk. Mm. Oh, oh. Uh, now... I, I I was actually listening to a podcast earlier where there was um, it, the um, Vietnamese people drink coffee like that as well. well the people of um, Vietnam
0: drink coffee with condensed milk, and yes, I think because of a, uh, a sort of I, I don't know why actually. I, I sort of assumed it was because milk isn't readily of av- fresh milk might not be readily available, but it might also just be a tradition.
1: Yeah, I've, I've I mean I've, I've never I've never tried it, but I'm sure it's the sort of thing that I'd get horribly into for about eight months. Yeah.
0: Well, there's there's several different kinds of tinned milk, <laughs> mm. <laughs> and it's not like UHT, which is just yeah. um, horrid. Uh, there's condensed milk and there's evaporated milk, and they're both just much. I think they are in, in my head, and this could be wrong. So write in if you know more. They are they were wartime ways of making cream.
1: On the cheap, yeah, banoffee pie saviours. Like That's these right, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And Josie made a cake for our daughter's birthday last week with. Yeah, it was delicious. Condensed milk in it, mm. or some. Oh no, it was flapjacks. She even needed it for flapjacks. She made. She made these tahini flapjacks, which were just oh, mm,
1: mm. delicious,
0: oh. and there was half a tin left. And I, she said, oh, you could put it in your coffee, and I become very. I, you take a spoonful of this thick, goop, uh, yeah. and it it slowly devolves it dissolves devolves like uh, the scottish government yeah, yeah much more. <laughs> <laughs> it slowly dissolves in your coffee and Whew oh mama it's like oh, uh, i mean who doesn't love a pudding
1: i mean people do that with butter as well isn't that an american thing a, the, the thing of like, buttering i'd coffee. like i think it's very important
0: to know that buttering coffee is wrong
1: yeah uh, sure i'm <laughs> <laughs> but it, that that's something people had people had butter to coffee and raved about it. People used to you know people used to salt coke what coca cola there was there was a phase apparently where it was sort of a bit of a fad to put a pinch of salt in your coca cola because it brought out the flavor more. Ooh.
0: I know the start Mike Bartlett, who's a friend of mine, wrote a play called artifacts that went on about twenty ten. Mm. It's a really great play about. Um, a family and the Iraq war and the main character is a 17 year old girl or 15 year old girl and her first line is I put another sugar in my coke and <laughs> that's really nice um, and she's always going to cafes and drinking a coke and adding two or three spoonfuls of sugar into it Whoa. <laughs> and I've never heard of and I, I know that my friend our, our dear friend Steve Dawson yeah, uh, who Mike knows. I think he taught that to Mike. Steve now, yeah,
1: um,
0: can't drink any of that shit because um, uh, it'll kill him. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the sounds of things. <laughs> well, he he's oh. allergic to caffeine now. Yeah, um, because I think he overdid it, mm. um, or it just, or it could just be he's always been allergic to it, and then he did also overdo it. But yeah. I don't think he he used to drink a huge amount of. Um, of soda. Um, yeah. He's now vegan, insanely healthy. Mm. Um, and so I doubt he still has a Coke with her.
1: A- but he knows the joy of soda and whenever oh, we go around yeah, his house, he provides us. It's not like, oh, hey, do you, do you want a Coke? It's like, do you want a Fanta grape? And I'm like, hang on, mate. <laughs> no,
0: that is true. But he's a very generous man. Um, yeah. So he... <laughs> so, well, just because he can't have... Fanta grape
1: doesn't mean that he yeah. wants no one to have it. Yeah. <laughs> also, but but the treat the treat of I want to just but putting an extra sugar in your Coke. Yeah. Is um is, I, I for a minute I cringed at that, but actually, do you remember sometimes when you're when you're at the pub and you order a post mix Coke? And sometimes the, the nozzle's slightly wrong, and you get too much syrup, yeah. but still, oh and, so, oh, and sometimes you're like, oh, I've got a little extra syrupy one, it's <laughs> lovely. And I totally get that. It's life's little pleasures. Probably Russia. in Russia, you can get, um, uh, it's, there's a salted milk drink that's very popular. Deuteronomy was telling me about it the other day, um, because I accidentally put some salt into my coffee. Um, Is that
0: where well, all of trying. this comes from?
1: Yeah, I think so. And uh, and she and uh, yeah, she was she was telling me that apparently in, in Russian she was like I remember trying it because she spent quite a lot of time in Ukraine and around that sort of area. Oh, right. She said I remember trying it and thinking god this is awful, but it's so addictive. Yeah. And you get really into it real quick and you start like I mean, you know, salty food it's, it's it's delicious. So salting anything should surely be a bit delicious. Like So I
0: remember being told when I was a kid that in hmm. Russia uh people would just drink a beer on the way to work because um, they thought of beer as not hugely alcoholic because they drink vodka when they want something alcoholic but I also remember I was told that when I was like 12 at school in a playground so (laughs) that might be nonsense.
1: I remember my my Russian teacher uh, when we we used to Ask her lots and lots about the drinking in Russia because we were teenagers and we were sort of you know dickheads in many ways, but we were sort of. And I remember eventually her getting so bored of it. She went, "None of you would last a minute in Russia." (laughs) (laughs) I I was like, "Yeah, that's perfectly (laughs) true." Especially not (laughs) if you're gay. Oh Um... yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I um, you know, you know what? I this is um, a very strange thought. I woke up with this morning and uh. I can't shake, but I feel like it has a lot more weight than it sounds when you okay. initially hear okay. it. Okay. I really miss Jackie Chan. Is that... Is that something? <laughs> no, don't, you, I no. don't
0: know Jackie Chan at all.
1: Okay. I mean, neither of us know him personally, but No, no, but I've never you seen know a his Jackie book?
0: fan... Jackie, I'm not a Jackie fan. <laughs> You're not a Jackie fan. <laughs> <I> <laughs> okay. A mistake. I've never... Jackie Chan... Um Rush Hour? Mm-hmm. Are they Jackie Chan movies?
1: Yep, Rush Hour with, yep, with Chris Tucker. With Chris Tucker.
0: I don't think I've seen a film with Jackie Chan or Chris Tucker in.
1: Okay. Well okay. So I can't Strap think. in.
0: I know that there is a I think there's a Jackie Chan version of Around the World in Eighty Days co starring Steve Coogan.
1: Okay. I've not seen that.
0: No, again, I've never seen any of
1: his films. So, I think... Are they still have, alive? Yes. Have a little look, because I, I I, don't know why. I woke up and I thought, God, I miss Jackie Chan. I miss him so much. I haven't thought about Jackie Chan in years. I used to love Jackie Chan growing up. Okay. Uh, I used to watch loads of his martial arts films. He used to make loads of these really low-budget martial arts films um, that... That would highlight how brilliant he was at martial art, but more importantly how brilliant everyone else was as well So all of the scenes with these incredibly dynamic, sort of beautiful things and like the drama was never that good But he was a really good actor and Mm. a really good sort of fighter and he also made cartoons There was a cartoon that that was that I think was just called Jackie Chan and it was I used to watch that And I watched Jackie Chan movies with my family and stuff like that and he was just the most giving, kind, funny individual And I think I associate Jackie Chan and Jackie Chan movies with, like, a simpler time in my life when one of my main thoughts was, God, I love Jackie Chan. Oh, I wish I was Jackie Chan. And then waking up and realised I hadn't thought about him in that long, I found really upsetting. So I was like, what happened to me, man? I used to be the kind of guy that loved Jackie Chan and watched Jackie Chan movies. And there used to be... Jackie Chan films used to be on TV all the time. And I I couldn't even tell you what the last thing he released was. And... I'm going to make an Do effort you ever this week. Do worry
0: that you've not said Jackie Chan enough in these last two minutes?
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm making up for lost time, Johnny. <laughs> so I'm going to make an effort this week to watch something Jackie Chan related because he's always brought... He, no matter how crap the film might be or the interview, but he always brings some kind of joy, albeit briefly sometimes. So well, I'm going to try and watch a Jackie Chan film I, this week and like rediscover my youth.
0: Okay, I will watch Around the World in 80 Days
1: with you. Okay, uh, I'm load. not sure if that one's meant to be good.
0: It's not,
1: and I think. <laughs> but that's but, fine. But that's
0: kind of your point, isn't it? He, yeah. He, so, uh, what I can tell you. Yeah. About around the world in eighty days. Sure. Uh. Is uh, the the this is the 2004 action comedy film based on Jules Verne's 1873 novel of the same name. Uh huh. Oh. Stars Jackie Chan, Steve Coogan, and Cecile de France. Who I don't. Oh, know. here we go. Um. The film is set in the nineteenth century and centers on Phileas Fogg Coogan, here mm. reimagined as an eccentric inventor, which is not the case in the book. And his efforts <laughs> to circumnavigate the globe in eighty days. During the trip, he's accompanied by his Chinese valet. It's important there that they they stress, I think, that Jackie <laughs> yeah. Chan is Chinese. That yeah. um, that makes me feel immediately uncomfortable. Sure. Past part two. That is the name of the um, brackets Chan. For yeah. for comedic reasons. Oh God. The film intentionally deviated wildly from the novel and included a number of anachronistic elements. With production costs of about 110 million and estimated marketing costs of 30 million, it earned 24 million at the the box office. It did very poorly. A box office flop. It was Arnold Schwarzenegger's last film before he. When did it? (laughs)
1: Before he died.
0: (laughs) First of all, before he took a hiatus from acting to become the governor of California.
1: Um, Cause and effects. There, I think. <laughs> I didn't. I mean, it doesn't. I'm sure it's not grabbing you, and I think with good reason. I mean, I'd recommend if we were going to watch a Jackie Chan film together, I think Rush Hour is a really good place to start. It's just, it's, it's joyful, and Chris Tucker is, is a joyful individual as well. Okay. And I, I don't know. I just, I think that I'm lacking. I, I really that. think, I really think we should watch Around the World in Eighty Days. It has
0: four different screenplay writers.
1: Oh, because they kept quitting. Oh, no. And
0: I'm not kidding, they are all called David. Oh. David Goldstein, David Bernulo, David Titcher and David Lieberman. So do you think there was a rule that you had to be called David to work on the script? And so they'd be like, oh, no, it's rubbish, but we don't have any more Davids. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's a worthy challenge for us to take off. (laughs) All right, well, let's watch it later and we will report back on the podcast.
1: Okay, today cool. has
0: been a wild ride, hasn't it?
1: I know, Johnny, it has. How I, are you I've, gonna
0: describe I've... this episode in the one line that you put underneath?
1: I imagine I'll just I'll just write Jackie Chan and copy and paste it a hundred times. <laughs> okay, I
0: accept that. <laughs> um thank you very much for joining us today. As ever, you can support us on patreon.com forward slash Johnny the Baptist or coffee K O hyphen F I forwards dot com forward slash Baptists, where you can buy us a coffee for any increment of £3 to say thank you and to let us know that you've enjoyed the show in any way whatsoever or you can support us regularly in increments of £5 um, at Patreon. We prefer Patreon because it's regular, um, but also uh, we value any help we could get, to be honest. Uh, what's more, um, if you don't have any money, and wow, that's going to be a lot of people at the moment, feel free to to just tweet about the show at Johnny underscore Baptists or mm-hmm. um, tell your friends on Facebook um, or um, um, the other messenger Alta yeah. uh, <laughs> Vista whatever you use um, because um, as much as we need some financial support as our live work has dried up um, we really love having people listening to the show and if you can in any way um, recommend it to people and get us more listeners that would be really lovely
1: yeah. Um. Tomorrow. Thank Sorry. Thank you all for listening.
0: Thank you all for listening. Sorry, Paddy, I spoke over you.
1: That's okay. I'll cut it.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Thanks so much. We love you, Paddy. I, I love you. you. It's been a very nice chat. I'm in a good mood.
1: Yeah, me too, man. It's been it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Yeah. I love you very much, and I will speak to you. I'll speak to you, you tomorrow
0: for the inevitable crash
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> what a journey i love Later you dude. love you